Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Jim Delcusis, the founder and CEO of Pursuit, a software platform that facilitates a competitive process for sourcing outside counsel. Hi, Jim. How are you? Hello, Ari. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm extremely excited about this conversation. Tell us about your background and the genesis of Pursuit. My background, certainly up until 2016, I was a partner at several law firms, most recently at DLA Piper. And my background was as a litigator, construction lawyer. And the background to Pursuit was, as I started getting close to turning 50 and suffering through that particular crisis, I thought to myself, well, what is next for me? Is it more of staying in a law firm and doing very well, or is it trying to be a part of what I had a vision, if you like, of what the future should look like in the space of the way in which outside counsel were being engaged by in-house teams. It was a very clunky process. If you've ever responded to an RFP Ari, you might know how painful that is. And I just thought that entire process was going to change. It was going to become more streamlined and more transparent and competitive. And so that's why I left to found Pursuit and to kind of put that vision into reality. And that's what we're doing today. How would you characterize the transition from law firm partner to legal tech founder? Being a professional, being in a law firm all my life, Firstly, it was a fantastic grounding for a professional services career and learnt a lot, but you had all of the safety and the comfort of a great partnership, great income, certainty of work, great clients and relationships. So moving from there to a legal tech startup or any startup and clean slate is pretty scary. And particularly what I call the the early days of trying to get to what we call talk about product market fit, developing a product that somebody will pay for and that solves a real problem. And those early days, Ari, I have to say, some of the toughest I've ever been through. I talk about it as wandering through the wilderness, which is what you do often alone and getting to a point where you do get to that product market fit. So it's really hard. There's no kind of easier way to describe, but I was really fortunate. I had a fantastic team, a lot of luck because you need a lot of luck. And we got to the point where we did get to product market fit. We developed a product that solving a problem that their customers were happy to use and to pay for. And we kind of haven't looked back since. Well, I'll just say, I remember meeting you in, let's call them earlier days and yep. you, made it, you made it look easy. So yeah, what, what? it's all a facade, Barry. <laughs> let me tell you, it's all a facade. <laughs> what challenges do law department leaders actually face in sourcing their outside counsel? So there are a number of challenges. One is just transparency in the market as to what's actually out there and how do I get a apples and apples comparison of what's out there of my, let's say my preferred stable of firms. How do I know which is the one to pick for the particular matter I've got? And even where you do have relationships, it's likely that you've built those relationships, you've got a comfort level, 
but you don't know whether there's anyone out there, let's say someone else in that panel of your firm who can do the job just as well, perhaps better, and perhaps at a better price. And that is a challenge, that lack of transparency is something which certainly something that we've worked hard at to make it a lot easier to choose who is the right firm for this particular occasion and what is the right price and what fee arrangement do I need to have which is going to be consistent with my business goals, whether that's a fixed capital or whatever kind of arrangement that might be. So that's certainly one of the challenges. And I suppose another one I mentioned is actually having everyone within the legal department adopt a kind of a consistent approach and that kind of level of consistency within an organisation not only helps it get better, it helps the law firms understand what that organisation is after, what's important to them, what are their priorities and makes the law firms a lot better at being able to respond to what's important for legal departments. Aside from cost savings, what benefits does competition yield in this type of selection process? Look, it's all about, to me, right firm, right price. So the right price is around cost savings, making sure you're not paying too much. But the right firm, the qualitative qualitative features, I should say, who's had the experience, what's the diversity of the team like, what weighting should I place on that? There is so many of those other criteria. Price is just one. You want to kind of lock that away and make sure at least you're within a band of what the market range should be. And then being able to attribute the weighting you want on those other criteria, whatever they are and whatever is important for you. So it is really about not just the right price, but the right firm. And the right firm captures, if you like, all of those other qualitative features. Are certain types of companies more likely to gain advantages from systematizing the selection of outside counsel? I think certainly those that have got a high legal, overall legal spend, and certainly where the engagement of the external law firms is taking place at a number of points, if you like, at a number of, in a kind of decentralized way within the legal department. Because if you've got, let's say, one managing attorney doing all of the outside counsel engagement. That's one challenge. But if you've got 30 or 60 or 100, being able to centralise that in a single place, so you've got a complete oversight of all the engagements at that single place, and you've also got all of the learnings that you're able to achieve, if you like, by having complete oversight over all the engagements in one place. And I think those learnings and those best practice kind of strategies are able to benefit then everyone within the legal department that's playing a role in selecting outside counsel. Can this process be applied to the procurement of providers of other services? Absolutely. Because the features are fundamentally the same. Who is the right professional service provider and what is the right price that I should be paying for that particular service? Whether that's related to legal, for example, e-discovery is a great case study example that a lot of our clients use on pursuit, or whether it's for other professional services, such as management consulting or marketing, IT services, whatever it might be. It's all about being able to create a scope of work, a fee arrangement around that scope that suits the department, the in-house department, and then being able to get it out there to the professional service providers 
and get them to respond and be able to see on an apples and apples basis a comparison of the criteria that's important to you? So the answer is yes, because those fundamentals about who is the right firm and what is the right price apply across all professional services. What are the challenges for an Australia-based company expanding into the United States? So let me tell you about the challenge I face. So certainly, and this was back in 2017 when we just had developed our product and it was very early days. We had some piloting customers, but I just got crickets (laughs) in those early days here in Australia. It was really hard because firstly, the size of the market is a little bit smaller Well, a lot smaller. Australia is a big country, but in fact, I think the size of the legal market is just a tiny percentage of the overall global market. So that's certainly one challenge. And it became very clear to me in those early days that Pursuit was going to be successful. It had to be successful on a world stage. I literally packed up in late 2017 and, as you know, moved to New York and started the hustle there. And Really, that's where we had some of our, well, our early successes, and that's where we really got the kickstart to get some wins in the US market, some wins in the European market, and really that's where early successes came. How do you see the relationship between law firms and law departments evolving? From a pure relationship, a kind of a personal relationship-based position, if you like, to what I talk about, a relationship and data-driven based arrangement or relationship. So it's making sure that you continue because the personal trust and the personal elements of the relationship you build, that's key and that is never going to disappear, particularly, and that's why we call our external lawyers, they are our trusted advisors. So I don't think you'll ever have that disappear. But what I think will happen and what we see happening, Ari, is that gets overlaid importantly with data and making sure whether that data is around pricing, whether that data is around performance, that overlay of data is what helps inform and drive the best improvements, if you like, in the relationship so that it's a combined relationship plus data-driven approach rather than purely at the personal relationship level. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Jim Delcousis, the founder and CEO of Pursuit, a software platform that facilitates a competitive process for sourcing outside legal counsel. Jim, thank you so very much. It was an absolute blast, Ari. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.